Can I eat heart healthy without giving up taste? Man can only try. Try. I heard eating whole grain oats can blow on my cholesterol. It's gonna be tough. My wife and I want to lower our cholesterol, but finding healthy food that tastes good is torturous. Your father's suffering. Honey Nut Cheerios taste great and can help lower cholesterol. Be happy. Be healthy. Try new chocolate Cheerios with a touch of delicious chocolate taste in every bite. I'm already anticipating hearing comments, if not from our listeners, at least from me, that any conclusion you come to regarding chocolate cereal will inherently be invalid as you do not consume it the way that the manufacturer intended. <laughs> okay. Like, I don't like these shoes. They don't feel good when I put them on my hands. It's because you're not using them the way we intended. <laughs> Gosh. But I support you in your shoes on your hands, Jordan. Well, thank you. I appreciate being harassed on the podcast. Welcome to Free Toy Inside. Uh, I'm one of the co-hosts. I'm Jordan, and I'm here with the other co-hosts. Colin Ball. Yeah. We are here with another guest, which is like a co-host that rotates. That goes away. <laughs> Never yeah. seen again. We lock them up. Yeah. It's, a, it's like a holiday. It's special because you only get it once a year. Mm-hmm. We, we are, we're a Tuesday. Sorry, guys. We're always here. And we're here with the wonderful Devin Anderson. How are you today? Hey, I'm great. Thanks for having me. I love doing this. I'm happy to have you on. Um, I know you... you you have your own podcast, do you not? The Guacamole? Oh, uh, yeah, I guess I'll disclose that. Yeah? It's been a secret podcast. Oh my goodness, I'm so, I, I can cut this out. Just bleep it out. I have a podcast called up. Blank. <laughs> it's so uh, bad, and I just try and do weird experiments that okay. I've decided not to tell anyone. And maybe at <laughs> some point, maybe see, <laughs> I made a Twitter for it, and then I follow it. So I guess that's mm. the one channel that you can find it through, but... Huh. Um, yeah, I just do weird stuff. I called the White House one time. Uh, this sounds great. I, I was, just asked to speak to Donald. <laughs> like, clearly, no, you can't do that. I was a hundred percent unaware of this, and I am. My curiosity is so peaked right now. Like, <laughs> don't get your cross. Don't run to my podcast. I, I listen. I appreciate people that take daring and often stupid mm-hmm. chances on the things they do. That's exactly what that is. <laughs> stupid. And that's what this is. Um, we're eating... Tro- uh, you, you, is this your favorite chocolate cereal? Or is this just, mm. just one you wanted to talk about? I don't know that I've even had this cereal oh, before. Oh, good. Great. But my last... Yes. My, my appearance on the last season, last season was Honey Nut Cheerios, and I wanted to... I'm a fan of concepts. Yes. So I wanna, Continuity. Someday, someday maybe I'll, do, I'll get to original. You know what? I think I think since you're here, I'm gonna I'm gonna break it out. Well, so we're having chocolate Cheerios. If you haven't figured that out, so good. But I have a special secret in my pantry. I got, I got a stock of, of mm. chocolate Cheerios. So wow. I, we also have chocolate peanut butter uh, Cheerios. Oh man! So I think we're gonna have to crack that open today Ooh, as well. Two for yeah. Yeah, I saw these at the store after we had talked mm-hmm. about recording this, and I, I almost texted you then to <laughs> modify, but I'm... Now we got both. I've had them... For, they've been in my cupboard for like a month. Uh, I just saw them at all these... Have like, they been opened yet? No, not at no, all. They're God, good. no, I no. thought you were going to greet your very good friend with no. an old box of cereal. No, no Honestly, month-old cereal, even if it were opened, isn't... It's it, not terrible. It's a worse-sounding phrase than it actually is. Mm-hmm. I would go for it. I was telling Jordan I was surprised by how... Like, leftovers. 
Certain kinds of leftovers have a lot of longevity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I swear this man's been eating chili for a month now. That was mm. just a week, but but it like you got they got a lot of use out of their chili. Mm. But like, there's a lot of food you couldn't do that with. I don't think like have good reiterations of it throughout a week. I think potatoes, mashed potatoes, you can keep doing them up because mm-hmm. as soon as they start to get a little bit stale, mm-hmm. you ball it up. Put some oil in a pan and you fry them into mashed potato balls, and boom, their mm. their life is they are renewed and it's delicious. Yeah, mm. can't go wrong with potatoes, boys. And other things, and other so things. I tried microwaving, like reheating on the chicken. Oh, buddy, uh, about mm. a week ago, and buddy. anything with lettuce is just a complete correct. Waste You're of correct time on to that. Reheat. I I will take a chance on heating up some lettuce if it's like a day old. You know, mm-hmm. if I just you know went to the restaurant, took back. You know, a burger or something. I'll heat it up. And it's not terrible. But, like, a fast food, different different mm. line of comparison. Um, yeah, I, I I'll say this. As a former fast food professional, buddy, they're not <laughs> even supposed to last more than half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Two days later, I'm right. giving up on that. What was your... Were you at McDonald's? I was a proud McDonald's manager for six years. Oh, cool. I worked at McDonald's for five. I was a crew trainer. Heck yeah. It was... I'll say this, it's a job taught me a lot of valuable things. Totally agree. And I'm so glad I did it. I'm also so glad I'm not doing it anymore. Yeah, yeah. It it is one of those things. Glad it's behind me. I mean, we're a statistical anomaly. Uh, One one third of all people who have ever had a job in America have worked at McDonald's. Mm. That's a fact. But all three of us have, so that's three for three, so, yeah. And I do think it is also, we do tend to flock together, we huddle for warmth. Right. Um, True. You know, it's, I will say that I do think that there is a distinct difference in personality between people who work at McDonald's and people who work at Burger King. (laughs) Like, I, I I could spot a Burger King worker from a mile away. Yeah, peasants. (laughs) Just kidding. But there is there is a standard of customer service and uh, like just thoroughness mm-hmm. that I think McDonald's has above yeah. almost every other chain. Yeah, uh, they are again the golden standard. But mm-hmm. I think that's the, of the traditional fast food. I think there are some new kids, you know, that are pounding the pavement and really stepping their game up. Chick Fil A. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Chick Fil A's customer service is. Almost painfully outstanding. I I, I feel bad. <laughs> so I feel I feel bad being a customer there because I'm like, oh my gosh, you're gonna be. You have to be so nice to me, and I hope that is because this is how they feel. They really are as good-hearted as I hope. But also, like, what if this is? What if you have to fake it that hard? Because they're so they're doing a great job. I think they're sincere, but it, it like it almost seems uh, sort of brainwashed mm-hmm. to me. Where you go, thank you, and their their response is not you're welcome. It is my pleasure. Oh. Everyone there is my pleasure. Oh goodness! So, ooh, uh, yeah. And with the religious affiliation of the whole company, it just seems. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to like accuse yeah. them of anything, but it seems. But like we so, will accuse them. Yeah. Chick Fil A. Brainwash. You're going down in your brainwash. Which really makes their whole advertisement of the cow. Um, uh, trying to convince people to eat chicken instead. Yeah. That does make that a little bit weirder. It is almost this like... They're a sinister company and they're delicious. It feels like they're almost deifying this cow. It's very mm-hmm. unsettling. Another company I feel does that is Culver's. Culver's is another one of those higher standard businesses. But mm-hmm. they also are a little weird to me with how like professional they are throughout. Mm-hmm. Hi, welcome to Culver's. And just, mm-hmm. again, it doesn't... 
it doesn't feel human to me. Wasn't well, Culver's also kind of southern? No, Culver's is Midwest as Midwest can be. Huh. Like, well, Midwest people are nice. That's our thing. Yeah. That's yeah. our whole thing. We're nice. We're, we're nice, and when we bump into you, we say, oh, gonna just squeeze right by you there. Yeah, that's oh. our thing. Oh. So, we've already gotten through a lot of the cereal, uh, despite yeah. having a really nice conversation, but we have yet to actually talk about chocolate Cheerios as a food. So, none of us had had this before, is that correct? Correct. I can't remember having it. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know how you could. It's blandly fine. It's just I was, nice. Yeah, I was it's just say, blandly nice. I don't think Cheerios makes bad cereal. I think even when they do weird stuff, I think it is still better than the baseline. I do like these better than I like Cocoa Puffs. Yeah. But I, also, like, I like the Apple Cinnamon Cheerios better than I like Apple Jacks. Like, I, I agree with you. I don't think they make bad cereal, but I don't know if Cheerios makes great cereal. Honey like, Nut. I, I really do hold Honey Nut to a pretty high standard. Oh, yeah. We, we got into it. And, yeah. Uh, the, and then Meredith poured wine into her. <laughs> yeah. And then Cheerios into her wine. Yeah, right. Yeah. It was a mess. There is some wine over there, so that is an option. <laughs> we can bring it back. <laughs> Okay, well, there's, there's a nice red wine, and that, in theory, would work well with chocolate. That's true. I'm, I'm not opposed I, to it. I, I, I will bite the bullet with you if you want to, like, Yeah, I'll agree. Is this great? No. But this is good. This is, this is just fine. I think it's, I think it's, I, I'm not a big chocolate person. Me either. To me, <laughs> this tastes the same as Cocoa Puffs. Is Cocoa, Cocoa Puffs General Mills? Um, yes. yes it, it must is. be the same thing, just in a different shape. And these seem to have a similar glaze as Honey Nut Cheerios do. It's got the glaze, which I like. I I think it's better than Cocoa Puffs. And it might just be because of the shape. Because the puff, you got the whole ball you got to go through. And this is just a nice little ring. So it's yeah, the lack like of density. That's fair. The surface area difference I really, thought, really uh, yeah, comes yeah. into play, I think. Jordan, I, I, I did not that. think you would like this because it is not a... It's not made of a chocolate oat. It is a oat that is coated then in chocolate. No, it's made with real cocoa. It's no, 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 but, but it is coated though. Like, as you can see, it is not chocolate throughout. And I, in the past, that has been a, like... No, it totally is chocolate it is? throughout. Oh, yeah. man. So it has a glaze on top of it too then. Yeah. It's good and it's subtle. It's a subtle chocolate. And I think uh, De Devin brought some really fancy chocolate. Yeah. Milk. And mm -hmm. I, I'd like to try some with it because I think they're actually going to really pair well. Yeah, yeah. I, I think also I'd like to compare my okay. chocolate, yes. regular, my regular milk, which has now become chocolate in the wake of the yes. chocolate Cheerios, with this, this called Belgian yes. style. Do you want me to grab you a glass so you can have a true side-by-side -side comparison? Sure. <laughs> also, this might be the most cereal eaten in one episode because... I think we're going to eat the peanut butter chocolate as well, and I do plan to have a wine bowl of <laughs> oh, cereal. Oh, wow. Very nice. I am now convicted with the idea. We're getting crazy. Thank you, thank you. We're getting crazy. Actually, do you want a glass? Yeah. Just go, yeah, so go, go ahead and pour your... No, that's I, I'll, insane. I'll, I'll, I'll do yeah, this I'll just this do way. it in the bowl. Yeah, I don't, okay. I don't mind. This is good. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna Please. I'm gonna jump into these chocolate peanut butter. Yeah, go I'll for say it. this: these smell great. I haven't had Reese's Puffs in a while. Oh, they so look good. I don't know if this is just how Reese's Puffs would smell too, but these just smell real damn good. So Devin, I understand that you did not just want to come over here to talk about <laughs> Cheerios and everything. 
from my understanding is that there was another topic that was important to you oh, to bring up. Yeah. How long do you guys usually record for? Like twenty-five <laughs> minutes. I, I mean, like 20, until the 30, police, 40, until you know? the police show up okay. and forcibly stop us. Well, because I, I have hours of thoughts that I haven't <laughs> oh even sorted through goodness. in my head. Goodness. Well, we can uh, we can start parsing. Well, this bit. was this whole thing started with uh, I posted my updated Star Wars rankings. Yes. Um, which episode eight was? Only Rogue One and Episode Two are behind Episode Eight mm-hmm. for me, and I, it wasn't that I it wasn't out of spite for Episode Eight, but it's just mm-hmm. that I couldn't put it above anything else. Well, okay. you replied with your ranking, and yours was number three. I believe so. To to full clarity, mm-hmm. I haven't watched the original tr- trilogy in maybe since Force Awakens came out. I haven't like recently revisited them. Yeah. So. There's a little bit of recency bias, probably. That's but. that's where I think I need... That's the next step in my reckoning with episode 8. Is okay. I need to go back to the source and forget that there is... There, there are ever other movies. And okay. I, I think you need to compare everything new in Star Wars, probably. Or do you? It's, it's kind of... This movie, to me, begs the question of, like, how... Are how what is a Star Wars movie? What what does yeah. it mean to people anymore? Yeah, I think that is a really good point. I think that has to be something they were trying to do. Mm-hmm. And as you stop seeing the remnants and the shadows of Star Wars past in these movies, I think what is a Star Wars movie will be redefined, and I'm looking forward to that. I think so. I think I would put Last Jedi probably right in the middle, four or five, because. It, it's not to say that I like it a lot, but I do like it more than a couple of the movies. Yeah. my my The quickest review I can give of it is if you allowed me to fix, and I, I watched it about a week ago, and, mm-hmm. and I came up with if you would allow me to fix one thing per yeah. minute in the movie, it <laughs> okay. would be the best movie of all time. Okay. Not even, because I, I love Star Wars. I mm-hmm. want to like Last Jedi so much, yeah. but... There's so many things that bother me about it. At the same time, well, that cool things are happening. Well, we'll lay them out. Lay out the, the things that bother you. Um, well, I'm going to sound like a broken record like that's the rest fine. of everyone else. Well, that, that's the, fair. There's the humor is, okay. is out of place, frustrating. Yeah. Okay. I think Luke's storyline, it, it was a bold choice to make him a sort of like old coward, but mm-hmm. it could work if you adjusted it. Uh how did you feel? This is my favorite part of the movie mm-hmm. about the milk. Luke that and the is, milk. That is the worst moment to me. The milk is it drives me crazy. I loved it. We everyone I was sitting with, there were like six of us, all like gasped and looked at each other when it happened. Like, how how could you do this? And and that gets back to like, do we need to be comparing them to what came first? Yeah. Like, do we need to be holding it to a standard, or can we just let it be a fun movie? Mm-hmm. How many times did you see The Force Awakens? How many times have you seen it? Not just in uh, theaters, but post. About a dozen. I love okay. Force Awakens. Okay. I think it's great. There, there are issues with it too, but uh, it, I think it got my number three ranking. I think my, so. I think okay. it was up there for I you. I love it. Okay. How about Last Jedi? As we said, yeah. at the bottom. At the bottom. Yeah, third from the bottom. But how many times have you seen okay. it? Oh, now, now three times. Twice okay. in theaters, once about a week ago. Okay. So I, I, and I'm on the same page as you. When you saw it in theaters, was it like you saw it on Friday and then you saw it again on Monday? 
Uh, yeah, but w- within about a week. Yeah, th- that's how I did it, and it took me a while to process it. Yeah. So the first yeah. time I did, I walked out of it, and I told my friend, I don't know what I think about that movie. It was just so much for me to process, and I went to work later that night and literally just spent eight hours thinking about Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> and then I saw it again the next week, and after having all that time to process it, things made... Things fit into my liking a lot better. Now that I wasn't like shocked by green, so the milk the first time, I just was baffled. Thumbs yeah. up. But afterwards, Jordan's I- a fan <laughs> on record as a fan of the milk. What? I knew immediately I wanted that gift in my life. <laughs> right. He just so triumphant and ferocious. <clears throat> mugs at the they camera. I knew it would become a gift. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we cut you off there. Tom. No, that's okay. I took a mouthful the wrong time, but I. <laughs> But I, after I knew the milk was coming, I loved the milk. I think it just, it takes you a minute to recognize it doesn't necessarily fit with the movie, but it fits where it is. It's, I, I think it's a, it's a very complex puzzle where it has good things and they don't necessarily always fit those things together correctly. And that's how I feel about the Casino Planet. Yeah. I feel like the Casino Planet is a good piece. I just don't know where it's supposed to fit in that movie. Yeah. It's very... That in any bit of humor to me is is ham fisted. The okay. milk he performs it to the camera. Okay. And it's like if he just took a sip, as with any joke in that movie, if it weren't so, like the, ah, it's like a high school play almost. They're really going for it. I think. Well, because the originals are written by George, and George, yeah. not the best writer of people. He's not a so well. Man. It's evident in the in in a new of home. dialogue, yeah. Because yeah. it, it when when Kasdan comes in on the second mm-hmm. yeah, two, it, it doesn't it improve. But I, I feel like modern writing teams are a lot different than how they approach that. So maybe that's why it seems a lot more jarring in the lineage of a, of Star Wars movies to have it be more akin to like a mar like a Marvel movie yeah. or other stuff. Um, so I I don't know. Um, I definitely feel that. Um. It was kind of like I, I, I have to release a little bit of ownership that I feel over it. I'm, a, okay. I'm, a, I'm an adult now. Okay. <laughs> and and it, can I continue to? I don't want to be a forty-year-old who is talking about Last Jedi the way yeah. that I think asshole forty-year-olds talk about the prequels. Yeah. Now. Just let them be what they are. Uh-huh. Have you encountered those people in the real world? When I went to go see. Force Awakens for the third time, there was that man in the lobby. Yeah. Lit- actually, literally berating like a 10 year old kid. Oh my god. About Star Wars. <laughs> no. Gatekeeping is bad. Don't do it. I don't think Star Wars has ever been perfect movies. We even said that, you know, um, A New Hope, there are some things about it that are a little hammy. Like, there have always been issues with Star Wars. The thing that you feel with it, that's the important thing. Go ahead, love that, cherish that. The movies are gilded. Are they perfect throughout? No, but there is something about them that means a lot, and that's what's perfect. Mm-hmm. What it means to you, no one can take that away from you. No matter how many retcons, no matter how many comic books, no matter what George Lucas says in his crazy fits of Georgeness, mm-hmm. can change how Star Wars felt for you the first time you had it. But if people feel different things now, if they, or if they like it and you don't, I would say just support them on them liking it, on them finding the way they feel in episode eight that maybe you felt in episode five. Sure, yeah. 
Like that. However, you're also allowed to yeah. get mad about everything because <laughs> that is where we live in this I world. I'm mad about that milk. <laughs> it, 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 yeah, I was gonna say, how do you think? But I'm not mad about this milk. This chocolate milk. Yeah. Oh yeah. By the way, this, <laughs> this rules. It's so much better than the uh, yeah. than the drivel that the che- chocolate Cheerios yeah. created. Uh, yeah, um, great chocolate milk, and I'm loving this peanut butter cheese. Oh, I had, like, oh, I'm loving. Like, I, I, I really wanted to talk about Star Wars, which is why I kept. Oh, doing we're gonna it keep too. talking about. Oh, Star Wars. But, but, I just but, we but, need no, to no, I'm, I'm glad you want to. They need to talk. Chocolate peanut butter Cheerios fucking rule. Yeah. <laughs> These are so good. It's like everything I again. I think Cheerios just as a base is a better cereal form or something. If you take so any funny. flavor of cereal I like, make a Cheerio version of it. I'll probably like that Cheerio better. I was talking shit about Cheerios. I said you never made a great cereal. I lied. It is chocolate peanut butter Cheerios. They're delicious. Wow, this is good. Yeah. yeah. It, it's like... Is, is this the number one seed currently? I mean, I, I still don't know if it counts. And I'll make the same thing for Reese's Puffs. I don't know if they count as a chocolate cereal just because that peanut butter is such a game changer. Yeah. Like that flavor just like... Of course, I'm gonna like it better because it's fucking peanut butter. I love peanut butter, so I can uh, maybe the the emphasis Cheerios puts on it will help you make your decision. Because <laughs> uh, just looking at the text, like peanut butter uh, in caps, little mm-hmm. bigger, right above the Cheerios logo, and then above that, little tinier cursive, yeah, lowercase, thin, thin, thin letters. It's like chocolate peanut butter. <laughs> I think that speaks to what we consider the craft of those two foods. If you were to think of a finer crafted, like higher quality product, I think we're always going to assume that chocolate is made better than peanut butter is. Peanut butter is literally just some nuts you smushed up. Like chocolate True. takes some time, some love, That's and some South American countries. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say I, this is like uh, eating Reese's Puffs, but it doesn't make me feel guilty. Yeah. Like, it's like, just like, cheers, yes, this is breakfast and not a snack. Me, cheers make me feel responsible. Mm-hmm. Like, just knowing that I picked Cheerios over something else, I can chalk that up as my adult victory for the day. Mm-hmm. Like, Monday, didn't poop my pants. Tuesday, <laughs> I filed my taxes. Wednesday, I ate Cheerios. <laughs> I was an adult three days in a row, man. See, one thing with... I really like the casino storyline. It's okay. something I would want to put in a movie where something just does... Like, we're doing a Star Wars, and then it doesn't work, because of course it didn't work. Yeah, it just seems um, like so much like, it's so, busy it's work. It's so hard to edit it. It's so hard to take that thing that is supposed to make you feel like, ah, this should work, but it... Like, this yeah. thing that you don't want to feel, and edit it in so it's, like, natural. So I yeah. feel like they probably did the best There's they could. There's a lot there. Because you... Mm-hmm. They're like, okay, you need to find this code breaker. Then mm-hmm. you get, they get there. There's a lot to deal with already because there's this alien yapping about parking. Yeah. In like a New York accent. He's like, hey, uh, they parked over there. And, and you're, mm-hmm. so that's jarring. You get there and you're like, okay, the code breaker is famous actor Justin Thoreau. Okay, now, all right, mm-hmm. I'm buckled in now. And then it's like, oh, no, it's not. They're getting mm. thrown in jail. Now you're dealing with even more famous actor, Benicio Del Toro, like, <laughs> who's also can break the code. He's yeah. just sleepy the whole time. <laughs> and he's like, he's got a, a tick, and he's like, oh, mm-hmm. he's great. But yeah. like, uh, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's just so, and then they they do this like quick little like save the animals thing where they like free the yep. the whatever those things are. Horse, and then space going, horses. And then they do this like people are greedy, money is bad thing. Mm-hmm. She's like, no, look closer. Mm-hmm. What you're actually seeing are warmongers. And it, it's like, do you really need to take the 
free the animals, money is best. But is it's... it better <laughs> than it. the, like, Senate plot yeah. in the prequels? And, uh, like, I'm in. I'm is it less than the <laughs> Well, I'm about, to, that, that is exactly the point I was about to bring. Is Last Jedi not just the spiritual successor to <laughs> Clone Wars? The same mistakes are being made, guys. They have a weird, out-of-place scene. The casino planet is equivalent to Dexter Jetster's diner. They have the same yeah. issues with bureaucracy. Hey, you can't park there. I am the Senate. We must make these rules. Um, Senator Jar Jar. Like, it's the same kind of stupid things. The thing about focusing about, oh, war is bad for everyone. Animals. They cover all these same things uh, that we don't like. With much less nuance and Right, right. So I, I will say... Like, it, I think Ryan Johnson did a much better job. Well, agreed, but is it not just the spiritual successor to well, a lot of the things... And does that mean that it has the same ideas on, on its mind as the original and the prequel? Like, it definitely does. It, it, it takes that and it's, it takes a new look at them. Right. You know? Which I think... and. I don't know. There's some undeniable sequences in Last Jedi, though. Oh, the throne room fight? It's great. Incredible. Fantastic. Um, the throne room, everything. Snoke is so yep. cool. Um, I didn't like him in the last movie. <laughs> he was maybe my biggest issue with him. Mm-hmm. He rules in this so, movie. So, he's, he's so, so big. Can I talk about how much I love the salt planet? That is my yeah, favorite fucking set cool. piece. It is like, what if... Hoth was dry, and I don't know why that works for me. It's so so good, and just the visuals of it when they're kicking up all the salt and all the red clay. That's so so visually catching. Mm -hmm. I really do think that all Star, the new trilogy of Star Wars, Mm -hmm. is what happens when you remaster like an old video game that we used to play. Was that old video game good? No. But like, if you shine it up a little bit, it can be good. Spyro is going to get a remaster soon. Mm-hmm. I feel like prequel trilogies are Spyro. And, you know, there's things you like about it, but it certainly makes a lot of mistakes. It's an ugly thing to look back on. But if you shine it up a little bit and take the things people like, mm-hmm. you might ignore some things people don't, you can get a pretty appealing looking product out of it. I think that's what the new trilogy is. It's a remastered prequel. Huh. Um, I think I was thinking if there's any comparisons for the Star Wars franchise to any other things in movies. And I've, I've got two. Okay. Um, Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit. Kind of a similar, you know, bridge between the you know, original and the prequels. But then they're missing that new step, you know, right. into what we got now. So I think... The most apt comparison is the Spider-Man series. Okay. We got Raimi's three. That's the original trilogy. Oh, then we, then we, then we got Amazing Spider-Man. That's that's Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Um, and th- those are the prequels. And then we got Homecoming is the start of the the new ones. And I think I think that it follows a similar yeah I think you're right trajectory. I, I definitely feel where you're going with on that. And I, I do like that you bring up the Lord of the Rings issue as well. Is that, like, really, dude, Lord of the Rings, how good is that? Mm-hmm. And Hobbit is, again, a series I was so hyped to go see. Saw all of them at midnight. I was, like, really into it because I liked Lord of the Rings so much. And those movies that were, I was so into the night of, and then I forgot about them, like, that next week. Mm-hmm. And it, that is a very similar emotional arc for me as I felt with Star Wars. And so now I'm just hoping they are something they're gonna do like an HBO Showtime style um, of Hobbit TV show, 
which I think could be interesting redeeming. Or it maybe they've been better from the start. Well, it's it, it's hard. There's a lot of content. The thing about yeah. Lord of the Rings and their world and their story, it's all written down. It's a finite resource. You have yeah. it, and it's there. You can't really do much more with it. And the problem with Star Wars, Star Wars is endless. It is bottomless. It has no top. But people room. only want to see the stuff that's written down, and so I think that's where. Rain is like going in a whole new thing. The Force Awakens had a lot of the same stuff that people liked. Yeah. And then Last Jedi is starting to take that step out the door from all the stuff we're hanging mm-hmm. on to into what can happen in the Star Wars world, you know? Yeah. Well, I, I don't know if people want to see what stuff's written down because Star Wars has... The Star Wars that we know and love the best usually is never the stuff written down. He didn't... Yeah, he wrote down his huge chronicle saga, and that's what turned into the original trilogy. But he didn't really write anything down for the prequels before he made the prequels. They were written as those. And again, Ryan Johnson just doing what he wants with it. And I'm on board with that. Him and JJ, just do your thing. Yeah. And I think having a creative direction. The best thing about Star Wars has been, always will be, the influence of women on Star Wars. Star Wars would have sucked without Martha Lucas. And I think that Star Wars is... Or in a, Carrie Fisher. Or Carrie Fisher. I think it's in much better hands now that... Um, uh, or Mom Mothra. Same. <laughs> and listen, what, what was your favorite... My absolute favorite character from start to finish of uh, Last Jedi was... Holdo? Yes, Holdo? General Holdo. Thank you because I could not remember other than Laura Dern. But yeah, she's my, she's my favorite... Name. Character from start to finish, everything about her, I was just into because I hated her and then I loved her and then I was sad. Like, I experienced more emotions just watching Laura Dern on screen. I think she's great. Yeah, she's so good. But I could not get on board with her because I'm like, why are we, why are we doing this? We're, 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 we're endlessly oh, busy on, like, on nothing. What are, we, it's just, it, it was, Okay. It was again. It was just like deception. It's like mm-hmm. this is okay. This is the narrative. She's like she's deciding to do this, and then they're like, "Oh, never mind." She was just keeping her mouth shut about the real plan the whole time. Mm-hmm. Seems well, like such a waste of time when there's I think there's so much more interesting stuff to pursue with Ray and Kylo. Like, it's and Luke. It's a byproduct mm. of uh, rewrites because they yes. weren't going to have as much um, Oscar Isaac um, from the beginning in Force Awakens. And people loved him, and they're like, "We're gonna put more of him." Right. I in believe he's supposed to die. Just, yeah, and so they needed to give him an arc for the next movie. Yeah, and so the whole Holdo thing is to teach Poe how to be a leader and a better person, and that's why we have all of that. And so if we didn't, if people weren't like, "We love Poe," it'd be smaller, non-existent, yeah. and we'd have more with all the other stuff. I so. do feel like Finn got the short stick on the character arcs, because his was the one that I felt like they most like glued it together on the end. The kiss at the end is bad. Yeah. I, yeah. The kiss yeah. is a mistake. They're Rose is great. Rose is great. Rose is cool. I, I like Rose. I just, making them kiss was too fan fiction for me. There's no reason. I Again, I want more movies where a man and a woman just kind of think they're cool. Like, hey, I respect you and what you stand for. It's, I want them to affect each other in a meaningful way that doesn't involve what's in their pants. I think that was an impressive achievement with episode seven, though. People were, uh, 
the theories before him or who's going to be, you mm-hmm. know, romantically involved. Mm-hmm. And it was, it just focused on friendship, like between mm-hmm. Ray yeah. and Finn. Yeah. And that was like really cool. And then, then that's sort of Finn's only arc at this point yeah. is raise my friend. Yeah. And which is cool. That's the one part of, of that whole, but it also, whole thing. But it also, it kind of makes sense because he was just... It would make more sense if he was an actual clone and not just a guy who got drafted into an evil army. Right. Or, well, did he get, like... Was he raised in the evil army? He was abducted yeah. and put into the army. So, since so I a, guess it makes sense. This is the only, and now he's like, I'm a person now, and I know one thing, and it's I have a friend. Yeah, right. <laughs> But but in the sense of a movie and a character, it's not as great. Yeah. But in the world, I think it makes sense. I, I like it, yeah. It's so, what things do you want to see in Star Wars from here? Serial. It's... I, I honestly can't tell you. Because it's like... it. it the way the way seven the like so it, mm-hmm. if the franchise was pointed this way at the ep- end of episode seven, <laughs> Devin is pointing forward. Episode eight starts by <laughs> taking that hand and turning it the other direction. I love it. <laughs> and I, so it's like I yeah, I don't I know I can't tell you I don't I really don't know. And I I think that makes for a more interesting Star Wars yeah. than what we could have gotten. Don't oh. you? Yeah. Yeah, don't give me the fast food menu version of this, baby. Keep coming out with new fancy things, whatever your kitchen feels. You got a shipment of avocados? Serve me avocado ice cream. Just <laughs> that's what episode is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can like sprinkles with your avocado drink. Listen, so. they're the professionals. I want them to take risks and try things and take things they know we like and turn them into things that, you know... Could be good, and maybe they don't work, but they take that and they work with it. It is a craft, it's an art, and I support them taking risks on it mm-hmm. because that's how you get interesting things. If you play it safe, you're never gonna get anything that is cool or innovative. Yeah. And you take risks, and restrictions breed creativity. And yeah. I say, just go for it. Star the Wars, you can first, do no wrong. First movie was all a risk, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, if I can offer one more piece of. Yeah. Uh, criticism i guess of the of the movie that i think you could leave everything else in place and it would improve the movie by mm-hmm. a lot uh is so ryan johnson brought over a lot of his usual crew that he works yeah. with on stuff including the cinematographer and i don't know whose decision this was i guess between the two of them the way the movie is shot is way different and in a lot of ways it's, it's really cool there are some just shots that look completely different from mm-hmm. anything else in star wars but what you miss is because it, it's they shoot it kind of comic booky. Mm-hmm. There are, and I was trying to count. I don't remember. It, almost on one hand, you can count how many scenes take place where two actors are on the screen at the same time. It's yeah. almost all back and forth. Yeah, and it's so emotionally cold that way okay. because it, it it often means that the actors weren't even on set together. Mm-hmm. They they could have been filmed. And I saw this when I was watching deleted scenes. It shows the shoot day at the bottom. Mm-hmm. And it's heartbreaking to see, like, they'll cut between actors and it's, like, day 45 on Hamill's coverage. And then it goes over to Daisy Ridley and it's, like, day 94. Wow. You're like, no! Like, they're not even there together. It's so, so that, um, I think, plays into how the humor is received and acted to the camera and how okay. the writing comes off and the acting, all that stuff. Okay. Would, uh, the tone of the movie would be fundamentally changed if 
it was shot like a Star Wars movie. Where mm-hmm. Actors are doing things on screen together. Right. right. No, that's a hundred percent valid point that I support because I hate that in movies now where actors do not interact well, with each other. Do you think it worked better in Star Wars or in Fate of the Furious where The Rock and Vin Diesel never shared a frame because they oh, hated really? each other? I yeah. I'm not oh, familiar my goodness. with that. Catch up is on HBO. They don't um, like each other. Yeah, no. Um, People don't like the, the Rock. Yeah, the Rock sucks. I'm on the record. The Rock is You're a, a Vin villain. Diesel man. I'm always a Vin Diesel man. Um, <laughs> Diesel man. And your friendly neighborhood Diesel man. <laughs> oh wow. Uh, but yeah, yeah. The Rock. Um, he just got, they had beef. He called uh, Vin Diesel a candy ass. Which I thought Ooh. was very offensive at the time because I thought that Vin Diesel was gay. I, <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out why I thought that. Did, um, did you tell me this? Maybe. Because I thought he was. No, too. no, no. <laughs> he told me. He, 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 he absolutely did. Because Jordan did not think that Vin Diesel was gay. Jordan was confident that Vin Diesel was gay. Because we went to go see. Done what? We went to go see the new Triple X when it had oh, come out. Yeah, which and was jo- pretty good. No, it was. I it was weirdly. I cried. <laughs> yeah, you. Ice <laughs> Cube showed up, and I cried. <laughs> It was a weird response. But afterwards, in the car, Jordan tells us. Yeah. Yeah, Vin Diesel's gay. I was like, Vin Diesel's not gay. Vin Diesel's married. Nah, man, Vin Diesel's gay. Um, I think I found out that he came out as a gamer. Like, that was the way he framed it. It was like, Vin Diesel comes out as a gamer. He's a nerd. He just took the M-E-R off. Yeah, yeah I just like... And so that's why I thought Vin Diesel was gay, and I thought it was really offensive. You know what Vin Diesel is? Candy hands. So Vin Diesel, not gay. You know what Vin Diesel is? Italian and a twin. Um, I think he's racially ambiguous. Uh, so yes, he is a twin though. And he is Italian. Prove it, <laughs> buddy. When we when you told me he was gay, I Wikipedia the heck out of that man. And his like his you realize his last name's not Diesel, right? No, this is his name, Vin Diesel. Vincent Diesel. Vincent Diesel. He was born to be in a Cars franchise. <laughs> and you know what? I have had enough today where I'm just happy to let you have this one. What's Vincent Diesel, what's, the what's, boy born for Cars. What's his last name? I don't remember. It's an Italian. He is an Italian man. That's fine. Uh, yeah. That's go, go ahead. You boys have a nice conversation. Like, uh, wrap us up. Be good friends. And I will be a bad friend and I will... <laughs> Put things in Jordan's nose and tell him you're wrong. No, that's fine. Um, His name is Mark Sinclair. Hell yeah. <laughs> Sinclair's, Sinclair, Sinclair's not a not a super Italian name. I, I will look up his family. Oh, yeah, he married... Uh, his partner is Paloma Jimenez. Oh, okay. Paloma is a juice and tequila drink, I believe. So she'll be in the juice movies and he'll be in the car movies. Oh, yeah, buddy. <laughs> um... But yeah, no, that's that's a very that's a very good take on how to improve Star Wars. Um, I I'm really glad we we got to talk about this. Like, I I don't I feel more stressed out than I did coming <laughs> here. No, I, like I want to like Star Wars. So you much. don't have to though. No, I, that's I mean, the thing. No one's making. I do <laughs> love part of episode eight. I well, just go ahead, uh, yeah. download it, and just spend, spend a few days making your cut. And you're like, this is the last Jedi that I can watch. Yeah, I would, I would uh, take two different frames and like put them side by side so that Mark Hamill and Daisy Ridley could be on the screen at the same yes. time. <laughs> I would. How would you manage the audio part? Because 
they talk. Like, would you just have them talking over each other and that would still have more chemistry? Oh, I don't... Yeah, that's a good... <laughs> He'll figure it out. He's a smart guy. I, yeah, if, you, if you do this, I promise that we will spread it on every social media outlet that we have available to us. Because yeah. I... Whether I love it or whether I like it or not, I already love this. There, I think there are better uses of anyone's time. <laughs> you know, well, so challenge modest. accepted. So also, modest. he's not Italian. He's English, German, Scottish, and then racially ambiguous. ambiguous. But he's not. His name's not Diesel. He's not a car boy. He's not gay. He is great though. Mark Sinclair. His twin brother's name is Paul. Yeah, and just like his other brother, Paul Walker. R.I.P. 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 Um, <laughs> pour, pour, pour one out. Pour one Um So this was a lot of cereal, a lot of Star Wars. Um, a lot of good feelings, though, up until the Vin Diesel thing at the end. I, this is the best part of my day, hands down. This is really nice. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, so I think, uh, I think unanimously, cho- chocolate peanut butter Cheerios, way good. Way better. Way yeah. better than regular Real chocolate good, Cheerios. But regular chocolate Cheerios? Certainly not a bad cereal. No, they're just fine though. Pleasantly bland. Have you rescinded your vehement feelings against Cheerios that you held before? I didn't like actively. You said Cheerios has never made you good cereal. Yeah, I I literally just said I'm sorry. You made a great one. Okay, I just said it. There's a lot more to cover. They have like. Five different multi-grain varieties. They've that, got fruit, uh, strawberry yogurt. Oh my goodness. We're um, going to do a Cheerios mini-series, that's for oh sure. Oh gosh, we kind of have to, huh? Yeah. Work work your way up to the yeah. OG. The o- yeah, because we haven't covered just regular Cheerios yet. I recall you t- telling me that they tasted like cardboard. Uh, yes, I re-listened recently, and um, I... I Last I know, I stand with it. I'll, I'll support him on that. I do agree. But yeah, I, I'm, I look forward to doing a, a Cheerios mini series where Devin is hiding in the corner the whole time. We just turn to Devin. You like Cheerios? Yeah. Yes. Devin, you like Star Wars? Yeah. Mostly. <laughs> Never more than a, just a small sentence. Yeah. But Devin, I I didn't really know you before this, but this has been really genuinely pleasant, and I'm yeah. glad that you came on and did the show with us. Yeah, thank you so much yeah, for thanks. for having me. Here. Thanks for coming. If you ever want to, you know, just you know, send in like a pre-recorded bit. You got you you know, you have some kind of idea, something oh, you okay. need to share. You can just send it on over. Yeah, I, we'll put it in. Yeah, I think you have an open door with us. If you want to do your weird stuff <laughs> on our podcast, yeah, too, I'm not going to stop you. Listen, for sure. As long as you don't call the White House, I'm really on board for anything. Ever. <laughs> yeah, this could be like, what if I made a section of this an episode of, yeah, like uh, a small one though. Like a this could be a five second podcast. Do you want to make it right now? Yeah, yeah. Um, what could it be? I don't. You want to just like three, two, one, and then do five seconds of whatever we think a five second podcast? Sure, I, I could do that. Okay. Um... Are we going to count down? Yeah. Okay. Three, two, one. I really appreciate the way that corduroy feels as a jacket more than pants. A person. Okay. Oof. That feels messy. That's it. That was it. Oof is going to be the oof. Oof is the name of the podcast. It's five seconds long. Oof. Podception colon oof. Well, I think that that is... 
the only opportunity we're gonna have to wrap this up because yeah. we will get back into more Star Wars. Yes. But, uh, Devin, again, thank you so much for being yeah. on here. Yeah, Genuinely a pleasure. Thank you, Cheerios, for making these cereals that are never that bad. Uh, we look forward to trashing your name when we do our cereal, yeah. our mini series on you. Um, as always, thank you for listening. Be sure to follow us on whatever social media that you use. Yeah. We are going to be on Instagram at Free Toy Inside. Oh, yeah. We are Twitter, on Twitter, Facebook, Free Toy Inside. That's us. Leave us a review on iTunes. Uh, every star helps. If you leave a five star review, we're going to start reading them on air. Um, so send those in. Uh, share your thoughts. As always, uh, Chick fil A is a sinister company and we do not uh, support them, but we will eat them. Uh, I've been Colin Ball. I'm also Colin Ball. I did that. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.